Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast. I'm here with Anna Popovich and so excited to talk to you about guitar, your new album, so many things happening. So uh, why don't we start out by chatting about your new album, Power, and how that came about. And I know it's been a probably a bit of a challenging time for you. Yes, it has. So it's been in the in the making for the past two, three years. We started demoing and then uh, at some point I got this devastating news about uh, being diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, and I was ready to pull the plug on the whole album and, and music in total. And like maybe, you know, considering retiring after a nice career of 20 years and thinking what my next step should be, maybe going back to Europe or, or doing something else or just I didn't I just didn't know what what is next for me. Um, I'm, I know that people get those kind of devastating news all over the planet every day. Uh, this is the first time that it really went uh, just just you know in the middle of, of COVID I just that was just too much you know, to deal with. And, um, but that's when my bass player and a musical director, uh, Boutel, uh, said, you, you, you can't retire. We gotta, we gotta keep working on those songs. We gotta touch people with our music. Um, uh, let's write. So, um, uh, before I would just start dealing with all my problems that I had, I would just, I would just turn all that to music, towards music. And I would just think, um, new songs, think new arrangements, and uh, basically that's how these songs happened, 11 songs, and we got more. Um, but on this particular record, music really pulled me through. And of course our friendship, and uh, Boutel and I wrote all 11 tracks, we produced the record, we arranged the songs, we... Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is definitely our project, and uh, without him, there wouldn't be any of those songs. Yeah. So uh, now, it, as, I mean, really, what the title says, it really gave, gave me gave me so much power, and this is the first time that I witnessed firsthand um, how music can can really help the healing process. And obviously, I've been hearing that for, for, for years, you know, people come to my shows and say, oh, my gosh, I was, I was so down. You guys brought me back. And yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this evening was amazing. And, but I, this is the first time that I actually witnessed what the power of, of guitar and songs and, and songwriting can do to a healing process in, in mentally and, and physically, too, you know. It is amazing to me. Okay, first of all, your album has such, like, positive and upbeat energy like how do you come through something like this and and deliver something so positive yeah exactly so you know i don't know if you if you had a chance to hear the songs uh and read the lyrics yeah and yeah. you won't find a single song that talks about that there won't be any pity party songs there won't be any depressive subjects dark uh thoughts i mean uh, really, you know, the point is like you want you want to bring something out, and you don't know if this is the last thing you're gonna do. Um, you don't even know if you be able to finish it. First of all, so you kind of keep right. on writing, thinking right. we, we hope we're gonna finish it, we hope we're gonna record it, and what is it that you want to bring out to to your fans and to the world? So to me, of course, it was always no doubt positive. You know, you gotta find the beauty 
around you. You have to find the beauty in the world around you, in music, in your family, in your, in your friends, in everything that, that's positive. And there's so many positive things, no matter how dark the situation is. And obviously, I concentrated on that. And every song is really a statement of what I want to what I want to tell to the world you know I mean yeah, what is it that, yeah. that really bothers me in the in, you know in the world today or something that I that, that I cherish or something that inspires people um, and and basically is a, is a motor to you know whatever you're feeling down what I said that the, the chemotherapy was not only hard on my uh, mental state but it was also obviously on physical uh, say, you know, they, they had to adjust my therapy so that it wouldn't affect my nerves and, and, and yeah. I could play my fingers, right? So I could keep playing my music for many years to come. So, you know, you, what, what you do, you wake up, you, you, you can't sing the same way you did. You can't play guitar the same way you did. You know, the finger, your fingers are slow moving, you know. So what you do is like you, you practice, you take time, you know, you practice your own pace. You give yourself time. I gave myself a lot of time. You know, I was recording those songs, re-recording those songs, doing demos, redoing demos. I was just seriously having fun with it. It's my joy of working on the songs. Um, Luckily, I had means in in a financial way to do that because it was also on top of everything with COVID. So it's like you need to uh, find a way to to book those studios and and pay musicians. And, and, And I mean, I was lucky enough to be able to bring this project not not only physically and mentally but also financially in a time of crisis in the COVID time so yeah, I mean the yeah. thing just came together uh and I was just pushing for it you know it was really what I wanted to do and and, and if I can give any advice this is this is past time now I'm 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 past that and hopefully forever my last chemo was last February and in the meantime I played 150 concerts all over wow. the world so we are we are you know, uh, we are we are ahead of that. That whole thing is behind us. But uh, if I can, and that's why I decided to come out with this story as uh, as really a means of recovery. And uh, people get devastating news every every day. Uh, and I think if I can give any advice, just hold on really to what your passion in life is, whatever that is. You know, you can you can forward your thoughts from the darkest thoughts to to really what what gives you motor what gives you power in my uh situation it was absolutely our friendship and our songs and and um my music yeah i mean just just giving giving joy to people uh there's different songs that talk about it like doing this really a joy of of just since the guitar is made in the in the factory to when it comes in my hands to (laughs) us rehearsing to us making music to us selling it to the people and making them happy i mean you almost give a new life to an instrument like that you know i mean mean, a new life that you don't even uh comprehend in the first place when, when you buy a guitar you know yeah i mean it's so interesting like when something like that happens to you it really sort of shakes your perception of who you are as a person, as a musician, as a survivor, whatever it is. Like, did you struggle with figuring out, like, who am I now? Well, I think it, it, for sure. I mean, there's different people that, that, that take that differently. I, I wanted to to um, be better than I would estimate I could be. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I, I wanted to take it further than I thought I could in the first place. 
and I push myself to um, do multiple things I haven't done before. For example, I always wanted to play another instrument I never did ever since I started studying music back, you know, back in, in, in conservatory. Like, why, why didn't I ever pick up a new instrument? So while this thing was going on, I actually forced myself to start playing drums and <laughs> Oh, uh, the first time. Oh, drums life. are very therapeutic, aren't they? You're like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I love it. You know, the pressure is off. I don't have to become a great drummer. I, 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 this is not my job. My job is to play guitar. But on the side, I mean, the point is really to invest yourself and find time for new things. Um, I successfully finished interior design for for uh, my house that we built from scratch at the same time we're talking about an ultra modern beautiful thing in Los Angeles and and then I gave tips to uh, other people with their um, with their uh, interior I'm, I'm a big fan of, of design oh, yeah, and interior wow. architecture and architecture this is my side hobby you know um, so you kind of push yourself to, to, to do stuff. I mean, I've, I've been directing music videos, um, the one for Turn My Luck, which is our gamblers video where we gamble and we, yeah. we, we rob a bank and like we do all song. the crazy stuff. <laughs> um, I directed that and the new one's coming out in the, uh, February 10, Recipes Romance, which I directed too. Um, so, you know, something I, I really haven't done before. I mean, um, that all came from the same time period in my life where you, you think, okay, I can, I can just crumble down and, and leave it all alone, but, or, or I can, I can do more than I ever thought I could, you know? And I think that sec- second thing really gives you power and really opens up a new thing about yourself that you haven't thought you could, Yeah. you know? Yeah. You do learn a lot about what what your expectations are for yourself, even, you know, it's like, oh, I never expected I could do this when I was, you know, not dealing with health issues yeah. or other things. But yeah. now look at me, so and I, I, I figured this all out, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that you should try to turn, no matter what kind of a bad situation, what kind of a thing life throws at you, I think you should try to turn it to a positive side. Uh, you know, I mean, the looks, is one thing women are always concerned about us women are concerned about you know um cancer uh, leaves women uh, thinking that they look half uh, a woman they used to be uh the society pressure is big you have to look certain ways you know you you in my case i was having same uh, appeal for many years so so because I'm a person I'm on stage and, and people come to see me they've seen a certain image for many years so now that I have to change my style and my hair and you know my outfit to to, to fit the new looks I mean the bullying online was also crazy because I haven't told my story so I was like yeah. it's everybody's business how my hair's <laughs> gonna look like oh my gosh. and you know the older men uh, uh, on social media, the more uh, bullying is like, hey, man, I'm not dressing up for you. Um, I don't like the way your hair looks either. And I'm not commenting. <laughs> so who, like younger men, you would never hear that from. You but might. the older bullying crowd, middle age and old men is like, they're the first to comment. I'm, I'm not. I'm not dressing up for you. I have a husband at home, and it's like I don't care what your opinion. I like that. I don't like what your hair yeah, looks so, like either. So that's great. That was interesting. To, I, to be honest with you, it was interesting to just watch that whole thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm never been. I was never concerned about what people uh, thought on social media. I'm trying to teach my children that it's yeah. not important 
that they're gonna hate or love everything that's uh, that's in social media. No matter whose name you type in, there's gonna be haters and and people that love it. So that it shouldn't. It's not relevant. It's irrelevant. It's not important, you know. Um, and I, I, I'm really trying to make them strong about this because this new generation is all about social media. And it can, you know, kids are getting depressed behind that because everybody else has a better uh, social profile than they have. So, so I, I was just watching quietly what's going on, and I, and I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I couldn't yeah. believe that they think they have the right to comment. Um, you know, this is not your business, how yeah. I'm going to look on, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was interesting. Altogether, it was an interesting thing. And that's another reason I, I, I waited with telling the story. I just wanted to see what the feedback is going to be yeah. on, on a thing like that. Well, I mean, all that aside, I think you're, the, the album that you made, this music, the songs, you're singing, you're playing. It sounds phenomenal, like not phenomenal for a person who was going through, you know, a hard time, just phenomenal overall. Like I listened to it. I was like, this is awesome. I want to get up and dance. I love like the message behind some of these songs. Um, You know, you should feel really proud of what you did. I am. I am. And I'm, I'm really um, tough on, on my music. And, and this one I, I love. I listen to it. Uh, I listen to it often. I mean, I, I really got, get, uh, came with it as, as, as close as what I would think is a perfection. You know, what I wanted to hear from the songs, we've done it, you know. And that the reason is we gave it enough time. We re-recorded, re-demoed. We, we, we took away everything that, that wasn't strong enough. We have more songs in the can. We just we just chose this these eleven for this, so it, this project is is round, and it makes sense. But um, I think the songs are, are great. I think the performances are great. Um, it was recorded in Detroit with this incredible gospel Detroit scene that I that I just discovered. Uh, it's very. It's very underestimated, and these people play incredible. Um, some of my band members from Europe and here would send me parts. Um, you know, we recorded in Florida, Los Angeles, Detroit, Dallas. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the songs are really, really different than anything I've done. And, and, and of course, the, the, the messages behind them, like the queen of the past yeah. doing this. Uh, recipes, romance. Uh, I mean, rise up, of course. They're just very strong messages. Yeah, they are. And and they and you feel that you feel that energy when you listen, like it comes into you yeah. as a listener. Too, yeah, so. I'm just excited about, yeah. uh, of course, the life, you know, yeah. I mean, that's another thing while I was making them. I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is just going to be too good oh, to play live. And so good. We were ready yeah. to uh, to change up our set and, and uh, we are playing them right now and, and tomorrow in Minneapolis, too. Oh, so, fantastic. So it's be awesome. You know, I saw you play. Oh, gosh, maybe it was like 10 years ago. Now, and I remember thinking, like, what a dynamic and fun show you put on. And as I was listening to the songs on this album, I was literally thinking that exact thing. Like, these are going to be amazing live. This is going to blow people away. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. That's awesome. Tell me about the songwriting process. You you worked on all the songs with Butel, right? Like, how, yes. how, did, mm-hmm. how did you guys work on it? Do you, do you come up with, like... A riff or a lyric or what's your what's your process there? It's interesting that uh, so we grew up in totally two different parts of the world, right? He was he grew up in in Michigan in an African American music loving family. 
lots of parties and hangs till till morning. Um, and me in, uh, in Eastern European family in, in Serbia, lots of music, lots of parties till till in the morning. Um, that's our childhood on both sides. And then we figure out, my, man, we, we just like the same music. You know, we like mm. the same bass. We like the same grooves. We want to dance. We want to be able to dance. We want the big, deep pocket. Um, as far as the groove goes, and and um, and of course with the with the lyrics, um, uh, he really never never wrote much before uh, I showed him sort of how to do it and and why I did that is like we talk about stuff and talk about life and talk about what what really bothers us or or what we embrace in, in this life. Um, and he just has a funny way of of talking, and what mm-hmm. I ended up doing, I just kind of write down what he says. Uh, without us uh, sitting down and writing a song. And, and, and I had so many of these little notes, which I would think, okay, this would be a, a great line for a song. For example, strong taste for the get down or ride until the, till our wheels fall off or um, love and touch or um, queen of the pack. I mean, that's the same thing. Like I was, I was having some troubles in the band a few years. I think he just joined the band and, and you know, uh, some of the members, we just it wasn't gelling and they were not doing the homework right and there was just you know there were there were just um stuff that happened one evening where we where we were hanging and where we spoke our mind freely and, and it it was it was a tough night and then the next morning we usually have a we usually have a coffee uh Starbucks in the morning. So I was waiting for him at Starbucks, so I told him the story and I, I was just kinda of devastated. He said uh, well, crack your whip. You're the queen of the pack. You know? <laughs> okay, you're you're our queen here in this band. You're That's the you're it. the boss, the president. So I was like, what did you just say? So I write these things down, and um, really, we talk about the songs, and we take it in different direction, um, whatever direction we want. Strong taste for the get down. Okay, to me, that was right away a blues track. I mean, that was just mm-hmm. old school stuff, blues. And what do we want to talk about? That song talks about. What does it talk about? It, it talks about sex. <laughs> I mean, it talks about whatever you want to talk about mm-hmm. as far as whatever your get down is, right? It can be anything. It can be uh, whatever you want to do. You want to stay up late. You want to, you want to, you know, drink. You want to, you want to take whatever, you know, strong taste for the get down. It's going down tonight. And, and um, we went that direction. Uh, ride it till our wheels fall off. It's another blues track, which is, more like okay, we're gonna we're gonna stay up late. We're gonna take it all in. We're gonna we're gonna ride it till our wheels fall off. Um, and then of course there's much more uh, you know intimate uh, type of songs like like love and touch, which is really mm-hmm. uh, when that dark night happens and you have your thoughts and you and then you work on your relationship and uh, you just need that one person just to be there, just to be quiet. You don't want to fight. Right. You don't want to you. You just you just want somebody to just be there and 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 you know that's what the love love and touch talks about. It's it's a wonderful song and we had this uh, amazing background vocals and uh, come in and and really do that gospel feel to that. And to him, for example, Butel comes from from a religious family. I am on a different spectrum of things when it's about religion. So that song can be whatever you want it to be. It can be a love song. It can be a, a, a faith song. It can right. be a gospel song, a, a really, a really just a love for, for whatever higher, uh, you know, being or whatever. So so you can, you can really take all of our songs any any direction you want. Yeah, that's cool. That's- 
Yeah, it could be as like personal or universal. Depends on the listener, right? Like exactly, yeah. exactly. I love that idea. Like when you're writing with somebody else, it's so nice to have that person to bounce just thoughts and ideas off of, and the, with the whole idea of you know you guys together make something that you could never make on your own, right? Exactly. Yeah. That that is absolutely the the case here. And I wrote with different people before. I never did the whole record with with, with one person. So yeah. this was very unique. And taking in consideration he he wasn't a songwriter. I think just our ideas of of having a good time or whatever yeah. we want to uh, project. And uh, for me, it was absolutely what I said on the positive note. I didn't want to. I didn't want to have a pity party song. So yeah. I want. I want. Having a good time, loving what we do, we, we, you know, doing this talks about that guitar that's being made and 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 uh, bring joy to people. Just just really projecting that joy of what we do. We love what we do. Um, I've been doing this for 20 years, and and people still ask me how you do it, how you do it. You go, you know, those long flights and everything. Man, I just I I love everything about yeah. it. I love. The moment I wake up at 3.15 in the morning to take that early flight, I don't mind any of that. Yeah. Um, contrary, yeah. That's cool. I'm smiling listening to hear, hear you say that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was thinking about what you said about the guitar. Like, I went to the Fender factory one time and um, saw, like, how they make the guitars, you know, and how ma- how many people actually touch the guitar as it's being created and then when Absolutely. it goes gets into your hands, it's already been touched by like two hundred people who have been making this instrument for you, and and, and all their hopes are in that instrument, right? It's just it's a you cool know, thing. I mean, you really you really said it right. I mean, going to a factory, for example, Fender factory, you think that only. Uh, musicians that play this instrument are so passionate about uh, making, you know, a guitar, holding it in their hands. These, these, these builders are as passionate as they probably will never play it live. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just want to make it. It's their baby. They're going to make it. They're going to put everything they have into making that and then hopefully hope that some of these musicians are going to bring it back to life the way they heard it in their head. So, uh, I mean, there's there's an army of people behind the scenes yeah. uh, making that instrument alive um so that's a that's a wonderful thing and that's where that song doing this definitely came came about that's that's great i just gotta chill i'm just thinking about that (laughs) well i'm i'm really glad that you're you're doing better um how is it touring for you now you you're like re-energized Oh my gosh, this is this is easy. This is a piece of cake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this this year's been easy. I mean, I, as I said, when I finished uh, in February, that's a, that's a different thing. Uh, when you are going through chemo's and and you have to fly over the ocean, have have drugged yeah. up, you know. Well, I mean, that that's a trip. But even then, you are really vulnerable, and you're really um, you have a, a, a certain connection with your inner self I would think on moments like that um I was flying back and forth uh during COVID so those planes were empty and I could mm. lay down and I'm, I'm kinda, what I said I'm kind of drugged up under under my uh, therapy and and then you I still um I still uh, direct my thoughts uh, towards music, you know, and, and that's when some of the amazing moments happen as far as songwriting. I literally would write down just what comes to my mind in that haze, yeah. you know, of 
and, 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 and flights and being jet lagged. And, and, you know, I was running back to be with my family. I got two kids here. And, and I mean, they didn't know anything about it either, yeah. like the rest of the world. So um, I was trying to, and that's also something that kept me going. Like I, I was trying to, I was pretending I'm, I'm okay, you know, because my kids don't know nothing about it. And it, it also gave, gave me another boost to just act normal, act, act everyday mm-hmm. life unless I need to have some rest. So it was, it was a trip, you know, that whole uh, time, but um, something I would forever remember and cherish, I think. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, the recipes romance uh, coming out on uh, February 10 is a really strong uh, message. If you look at the music video that, that I directed, is, is a romantic song and it's a wonderful, um, she's getting ready for a date and uh, she's putting her best clothes on. I pulled out some of my Alexander McQueen and some huge <laughs> nice. and some shoes and everything that I had in the closet. So uh, I directed it so it looks like, okay, she's just getting ready for her day. Uh, she's going to cook her best meal. But really behind the scenes, this is, this is a strong message to women that, uh, you know, no matter you know, your diagnosis, you can look a year further and see me. Uh, directing music video and, and looking yeah. Uh, yeah. attractive and I want to feel attractive in my skin. I want to feel sexy. I want to uh, feel confident. Um, and I, I'm hoping that that might be just inspiration uh, to some of the women that uh, in those dark moments think, oh my gosh, there, there is no future or, or what it, this is what it's going to look like. No, you know, it's just a phase and you can yeah. pick it up and you reinvent yourself and you can acknowledge the new changes and you can have the world look at you and admire your strength and beauty yeah well well, thank you thank you for doing that hard work and you know everybody please uh listen to power it's out may 5th of this year and uh your new video will be out what did you say february 10th so uh any minute now (laughs) yeah yeah Yes, and congratulations. Thanks again. It was uh it's, it's a delight to listen to you guys. Check it out. I'll put a link. Um you will get re-energized no matter what kind of day you're having. And actually, I was kind of having a bad day until I talked to you. So oh my gosh. I feel a lot Sorry better now. <laughs> I'm glad that's where I come in. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. It's always yeah. a pleasure to talk to you, Anna. Thank you so you much. You too. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for this. I'm looking forward to, to okay. hearing it. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.